you got to create boundaries where there once were none. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. is episode 66 and by golly we are here this is your new decade and brand new year 2020 numerology forecast wow i've been waiting for this moment i think you have been waiting for it too if you have been hungry for strength for a warrior spirit to start to take practical action on your future this is your year. Before we dive into the details, I just always want to take a moment to thank you. Thank you to everybody over on Instagram, the numerology chick Instagram account. Thank you to everybody over on Facebook, the Nats Numbers Facebook page. Thank you for following along in the December numerology challenge. Thank you for your comments, for your likes, for your little hearts. I appreciate you so much. If you find that the Numerology Chick podcast is helpful, if this episode inspires you, uplifts you, adds value to your life, you can always support this work. You can support it by sending it to friends and family, rating the podcast over on Google Play and iTunes. That helps me tremendously. And you can even donate. There's a link in the show notes to do so. It helps so that I can continue to produce this free content for you. So regardless, thank you so much for being here with me and let's get into this powerful year of 2020. So 2020, wow, there are three big things that are happening as we step into 2020. So right out of the gates, if you're feeling extra sensitive, if you're feeling extra pushed, if you're feeling extra confronted, you're going to learn why that might be. Three big, massive shifts. Yeah. So here are the three things that are happening. We're stepping out of one decade. We're stepping in to a brand new decade. And we're stepping into the first magical gift that our creator is giving us to be successful during this decade of 2020 by stepping into a new universal year. I'm going to cover all of this in this episode, but don't worry. I will put timestamps in the show notes for each section so that you can skip ahead. So first, the old decade Never again will you or I say the word teen in regards to the year, at least in our lifetime, (laughs) before we were able to say, ah, it's 2013, it's 2015, you know, last month, oh, it's December 2019. But the next time that we will say teen in regards to the year We will no longer be in these physical bodies. 
I mean, perhaps that's the first beautiful piece of wisdom and gift that the Creator is giving us, right? The gift of contemplating our own death and mortality, it's an important gift. It's a gift of urgency. It's a gift of awakening. It's a gift that gets us out of mediocrity and stuckness so that we can truly step into heightened levels in our lives. But what does this mean symbolically, that we're not going to ever say the word teen again? Well, the decade of 2010 was a decade that was ruled by the number one, right? 2010. Every single year in 2010 had the one at the start of it. 2010, 2011, 2012, and so on. When we're in a decade, that number that rules the decade is teaching us something. Collectively, it's teaching us something. And this, this decade of the one, it was teaching you and I how to not abandon ourself. That's the number one. The number one is the gift of ourself the gift of our individuality. Now, you might be like, yeah, well, I did abandon myself. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's sort of the training, right? 2010 was about first abandoning ourselves. You know, to experience firsthand what it looked like to not matter, to maybe not even exist, to not presence who we are. And ultimately, it taught us that, yes, our creator designed us to be unique and different. Our creator designed us to be set apart from even our most precious loved ones. We are a special expression of individuality. We have our own unique insights, preferences, desires, and we have our own inspirational path. And no one gets to decide that inspirational path or even know it, but you. Yeah, 2010, this decade of 2010 taught us, do not let yourself be wrong for who you are, for what you think, for what you feel. And you know what's crazy? Future generations, even my one-year-old daughter, Elsie, they won't go through this decade of the one. Right? The children born in this decade of 2020, the children born in the decade of 2030, they will need us to be the wise ones. They'll forget. They'll forget what we have intimately addressed and confronted. <laughs> They'll forget that this land, this territory that we've just traversed, they'll forget about it. They'll forget that it's there. They will need us to remind them, do not abandon yourself. Don't deny your needs. Don't push down your gut instincts. Don't make your thoughts wrong. Don't make your inspirational path wrong. This is an important topic to cover, looking over the past decade. 
because if you've been following me for a while, you know that in numerology, there's this thing called the power of sequence. Each number builds on the last. They're friends. They're buddies that help each other out. So to truly prosper as we move into this next decade, ruled by the two, we got to bring along the lesson of the number one. The two cannot do its work without the number one. You got to continue to honor and presence yourself and your individuality as you step into this decade of connection. You know how leading up to this new year, you've been feeling extra precious? Your sensitivity has already been heightened. That is the energy of the number two already working its magic. So now let's talk about this new decade that we're stepping into. The decade of 2020, ruled by the two, is the energy of connection. It's the energy in the universe that connects us. It's the force between things. It's what brings things together like a tractor beam. It's what holds things together like glue. And it is the force that lets go and lets things drift apart. 2020 is a decade that's all about connection and receptivity. But it's more than that. Its goal is to produce peace. But this can be a decade that can either produce peace for you or produce conflict. If you're yearning to connect with other people, but you do so blindly without intention, or if you allow your perceptiveness to dig into and affirm realities that aren't yours, then yes, there will be war. There will be conflict and discord. They'll be the opposite of connection. But in contrast, if you use the gift of connection to honor your values, to reach out to your values in motion, if you use this gift of the number two of sensitivity to guide you to your individual desires, to your inspirational yummy path, oh, then there will be a validating peace. Peace or war, it's our choice, right? Validating peace. I use that phrase on purpose. Peace sometimes doesn't sound like a reward, you know? My five life path daughter, <laughs> she's, she gets, she gets this pins and needles discomfort around peace. You know, peace to her is boredom. Peace to her is uncomfortable. Peace to her means like there must be something wrong. 
It's the thing that you tolerate before the next ride. (laughs) But validating peace, on the other hand, that's different. Validating peace is where you can be who you are. You can be who you were designed to be and you're actually received and embraced. That's validating peace. Have you ever been around someone who misunderstood you? Judged you? Made you wrong for feeling or thinking the way that you do? And maybe you thought you were going crazy, you know? Because you started to believe them. And there was this tornado that was stirring deep, deep inside your gut. And then it spirals up into your chest. And sometimes it comes out in anger. You pick fights. You, you become a figure of war. All because you didn't feel validated. You didn't feel seen. You didn't feel heard. And then, and then just by happenstance, maybe you run into somebody who understands you. They understand the way that you were thinking. And they actually, they love you for it. They actually think that maybe that thought, that desire, that preference, that it's actually healthy. Maybe they even tell you that there was nothing wrong with you in the first place. And that this thing about you was actually something right. That's validating peace. That's true connection. And that's what the decade of 2020 wants to bring you. It wants you to connect to other people, to friendship, to business partnerships, out into the world. It wants to connect you to those things that see you and hear you for who you really are. It wants you to have that moment where there's a resonance, a synergy, where you feel at home, accepted, and embraced. So 2020 is a decade of connection, of building relationships. It's a decade where we have the choice to either create peace or conflict, depending on whether we carry what we've learned about honoring ourselves from 2010 into this next level of evolution. We'll talk more about 2020 as the decade goes on, but I want you to know this. In this work, you and I will be focusing on using this heightened sensitivity of this new decade this heightened yearning to connect, using it to establish bonds with those people and partnerships that are in alignment with the true you that you discovered in the decade of 2010. So let's review things really quick. The decade of 2010 was teaching you don't abandon yourself 
And as you move into this new decade, you're being asked to be one of the wise ones who teaches others about this as you mature and age. The decade of 2020 is about connection, relationship, and partnership. It's about engaging in bonds that validate the true you. And now, it's time to talk about this specific year of 2020. So here we are in a new decade. A decade all about relationships, all about forming bonds that are actually in alignment. It's all about truly being seen and heard and accepted. What's the first gift that your creator is going to give you to meet this end? (laughs) A four universal year. Hmm, Why is this? Why is this the first gift? Why is the pragmatist the first hero that must come into your life? Why? This four universal year is a year that's about establishing and enforcing practical boundaries. Because without them, you will not be able to prosper as you move forward. This is such an important message. It's so important, I want to shout it out off the rooftops. You got to create boundaries where there once were none. There's something interesting about this four universal year, right? It's got two twos in it, 2020. Hmm. What's that about? What does that say specifically about the boundaries that we're creating? Well, first of all, this heightened sensitivity is telling us that we are more sensitive now than we once were. And let's be honest, it kind of is freaking you out a little bit. You think that maybe there might be something wrong with you. No. No. You and I are just stepping into a new cycle. We're no longer able to tolerate what we once did. What was once normal or okay or commonplace, suddenly it isn't anymore. Suddenly, what was once normal, comfortable, and even homey is now unbearable. I know this like heightened sensitivity doesn't feel good, but it's required. This heightened sensitivity is required to catalyze you into becoming this practical hero, into becoming this warrior and protector for your dreams. You know, the reason it doesn't feel good is because it's that moment when your standards are heightened. It's the moment when new structures and new boundaries are activated. And yeah, it feels weird. It might even feel isolating. When you put up new walls and you're creating a new kingdom, it can feel isolating, but it truly is incredible. 
This heightened sensitivity is lowering your threshold for suffering. It's, it's lowering your ability to tolerate any bullshit, any kind of poison, any inauthenticity in your life. And it is forcing you to create boundaries where there once were none. It's forcing you to protect precious things that, to be honest, you weren't even giving your tender loving care to. And maybe one of the most dominant lessons of all, this heightened sensitivity, it's helping you break out of other people's realities that may negate or diminish you. So my daughter turned me on to this short story called The Yellow Wallpaper by the American writer Charlotte Perkins Gilman. It tells this story of a new mother in the late 1800s who was suffering from what is now known as postpartum depression. Her well-meaning physician husband, he doesn't understand what's going on. He isn't sensitive like her. And in his lack of understanding and in the intensity of his concern, he recommends that she goes on bed rest while they take a holiday in a summer mansion. And when they get to this mansion, it is just surrounded by this idyllic setting, you know? There's beautiful gardens. But when the woman goes inside with her husband, the mansion, it strikes her as odd. You know, the room that they stay in upstairs, it has windows that are barred. And it's covered with this yellow wallpaper that's torn, coming apart. There are these metal rings on the wall for restraints and scratches on the floor. As a form of treatment, this woman is forbidden from working. She's not allowed to write or journal, and she's forbidden from socializing with others or exercising. She's encouraged to just get a lot of bed rest and get some fresh air. Her husband doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that her thoughts and her feelings are actually there for a reason. They're guiding her to her bliss. She has to listen to them. But he doesn't get it. It's heart-wrenching to hear this woman narrate her story. You can hear the conflict in her words. I mean, she respects and admires her husband. He's smart. He's intelligent. He's well-educated. She trusts that his reality, his view, it must be true. There must be something wrong with her that needs to be fixed if he doesn't understand. 
You might judge it. You might think there's no way that I would (laughs) consent to go on this hiatus, to engage in this treatment, to be stuck in a room with barred windows, but I think we've all been there, man and woman. We've all loved and respected someone so much that we we made their reality, their values, their opinions, their thoughts dominate our own. How long does it take for you to yield to someone else's reality if you really love them? How fast would you forget that their construct isn't your own? The longer that the woman stays in the room, in this place where she can't be herself, where she can't write, she can't connect with others, she doesn't even have permission to feel, (laughs) the more that she stays in this room, the more that she sees the yellow wallpaper mutate. She starts to see a woman behind the wallpaper creeping around on all fours. And it becomes her mission to free this woman. At the end of the story, the last day of summer and their last day in the house, she locks herself in the room. And she strips and tears all of the yellow wallpaper off. And when her, when her husband finally unlocks the door, there she is, crawling on all fours, becoming the woman behind the wallpaper that was trapped. And she exclaims, I've got out at last. This is not a a foreign story. This isn't even an exaggeration. It is a metaphor for all of us. A part of what's happening in this year of 2020 is that you and I are no longer tolerating living in other people's realities. And even further, we're no longer tolerating living in other people's false misperceptions or images of us. If something diminishes or negates our thoughts or our feelings or who we really are, you'll want to tear it down, to get out, and to get back on track. So that heightened sensitivity, that intolerance, that feeling that what was once bearable no longer is bearable is there for good reason. Because in 2020, you are building a foundation for your life, for your future. And you want to make sure that you are building a construct that is the kingdom of your dreams, that is in alignment with who you, know, with who you are, that isn't something that has been created because someone told you you should because someone else told you who you are or who you are not you're stepping into this space where you respect and listen to yourself and instead of seeing your your feelings your gut your intuition instead of seeing all of that as being wrong 
inconvenient. Instead of seeing it as you being extra or being too sensitive or too crazy or too intense or too much, you're seeing all of those things as these brilliant psychic breadcrumbs leading you back to the kingdom that you want to build. It's time to build your dreams and to put up boundaries to protect them. And what are boundaries? Well, we'll talk a lot about them this year in the Numerology Chick podcast. But boundaries are the hard lines that you draw in your life about what you are and are not committed to. About what you are and are not receptive to. Boundaries are essential. The four in sacred geometry is the square. Four boundaries containing and protecting the kingdom that you're building. Boundaries are the walls that you build to protect what's precious. And if you haven't got it yet, based on the decade that we're stepping into, and where we've been, that something that you're protecting is you. Your light, your bliss, your dreams. If you don't know how to protect yourself and what you're committed to, you are not going to open up and go out in the world. Does that sound like a contradiction? (laughs) It isn't. People that don't have boundaries, they cannot survive in the world. The only alternative is for them to hide. Is for them to get small. And that is not what you want. 2020, a year of setting practical boundaries... It's about being so busy, committing yourself to your values, creating the life that you want, being the person that you want to be, that you don't have the time or bandwidth for anything or anyone else. So take a moment right now and call out to yourself and to me of what you're going to protect, of what you're going to skillfully learn to commit yourself to. What did you learn about yourself in this past decade? What do you need to be building to feel like you're creating your dream life? That is going to be the focus of this year 2020. Creating boundaries where there were once none so that that dream, so that it can actually thrive. It can solidify. It can grow deep roots 
that will serve you, hold you, and protect you as you move forward in the coming decade. So don't worry, I'm going to be here with you. We're going to be focused on boundaries in each month's forecast. Sometimes it'll be obvious, sometimes it won't, but don't worry, I got your back. We're going to be focusing on getting serious about building what you want for your future and stepping out and away from anything that doesn't feed that. So if you're ready for your first boundary assignment from your creator, from the infinite intelligence behind existence, stay tuned for episode 67, where we're going to be diving into that in the January 2020 numerology forecast. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you want some one-on-one magical support, if you want to have a deep, deep, meaningful conversation about how the universe designed you, about your purpose, your gifts, your attraction factor, there's always a link in the show notes to schedule a one-on-one session with me. I can't wait to talk with you. I'll see you very soon. Bye.